0: you think people will realize that we, we recorded this before the 400th episode? They will now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hum. That was a good hum. Hi everyone, I'm Ryan.
1: And I'm Steve, and this is 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar playing, modding, the guitar, playing, modding, fixing, breaking. You started with playing. that The, was, guitar, it ends the playing. guitar, buying, buying selling, selling, trading, <laughs> modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing, podcast. Oh, it's late. Dude, it's not even that late. I'm just, well, it feels late.
0: It's been a long ass day too. We've
1: went, so if you look up what the weather was for the last month, you can figure out when we're recording this, but we basically went from like, um, weird not california summer weather like, it was
0: almost winter weather there for a couple days
1: i would say it's winter weather right now
0: oh yeah i see what you're saying because, like it, because it, it swung back and forth between being very pleasant and being like not almost like that like mid-spring winter weather you know yeah, like a cold but then rain we
1: had that thunderstorm oh, yeah, and the i'm thunderstorm saying like thunderstorm like that kind of like I guess that set a record for lightning strikes in San Diego County. That was bonkers. And that's very much like an East Coast summer thing. Yeah. I, I think of like thum, sun, thunderstorms and whatever. People are like, oh, it's raining. Winter's here. I'm like, no, this isn't winter rain. Like, it was like tropical
0: like, storm rain. Yeah. This is but like. But it was
1: cold too. It was colder, but. Oh, no, it wasn't cold rain, but like it got cold
0: days after that.
1: Yeah. Like, the so, weather's been
0: so bonkers
1: lately. And so right now it's. Uh, when I leave, it's probably going to be in the low 50s.
0: I can't believe this climate keeps changing. Uh,
1: but then in the days, it's like low 70s. So we're getting like that. That's what I'm saying. We're getting like that 20 degree swing. That's like right. uh, uh, Santa Ana Hallmark. But it's like messing with my sinuses real bad. It's been wild for and me. Because in, of that, I'm just exhausted. And here
0: recording because I come in in the morning and start recording and it's and my fingers are cold. And then I get midday and I start sweating. It's like, pick, pick a lane.
1: Yeah. Right, guys? So anyways. <laughs> Ryan, what's a thing that uh, you felt like an idiot when you realized it? The prompt for the opening topic of this episode comes from Michael
0: Krause. By the way, if you guys want to you know, drop prompts on us, topics for us to talk about in the podcast, go join the Facebook group. Every Thursday or every, every weekday that we record the podcast, I put up a post asking what I want, to, what, what What do you guys want us to talk about? And so you guys can contribute in that way. Michael Krauss asks, things that when you realize them, you thought, I'm an idiot. My example would be, oh, the budget line of ovation is named applause. I'm an idiot for not realizing that sooner. He realized ovation, like standing ovation, and then applause, like regular applause, right, is below which,
1: standing ovation. When he posted this, I'm like, how did you, It like it literally says applause by ovation on, the, on the, right. the sound hole sticker. So why would you not realize that that's, you know, that's the Fender Squire thing and whatever. And then when I got here, you were like, well, no, they're like, one is clapping and the other one is like standing and clapping. I was right. like, oh. <laughs> so you were both idiots. I've made that connection before,
0: um. but I haven't spent real-time thinking about it mm-hmm. but it makes mm-hmm. me think there should be you know how there's you know Chrysler Dodge Plymouth there right. sh- there should be a lower version under applause that's just like <laughs> yeah. like just a snort murmur a murmur I think I think it's a murmur or like a like nod like Hmm.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: like grunt and nod mm. there's ovation standing ovation applause like oh yeah that was good and then
1: hmm H M M light light guitars. chuckle light chuckle guitar chuckle, <laughs> or maybe there should be something. It's, it'll just be called clap. Like applause implies multiple, clap is just just one
0: clap. Slow clap guitars, <laughs> or it goes the other direction and it's boo. <laughs>
1: jeers that, that jeers is how i felt about applause
0: <laughs> i always called it applesauce yeah you did because our, our friend adam had a, an applause guitar and the way it was written on the headstock in an, like an old-timey kind of like cursive-y hippie font mm-hmm. i was like does that say applesauce it was like my own personal stupid inside joke that didn't make anyone laugh but it still makes me laugh and that's what's important i had one like two weeks ago Three weeks ago, really, I was talking about how I bought a uh, PV Bandit Trans right. Tube, and I didn't realize it was a was not a tube amp until I got it home <laughs> and I started. Did that happened to you three weeks ago? No, I talked about it on the podcast no, three I know. weeks ago. I know. Like that, I felt like an idiot because I had thrown money that I worked really hard for and money that I worked really hard to save mm-hmm. at it. Like I was a I was a teenager. I bought that, and the amp I think was like two fifty or something like that, which was a lot of money for me at the time. Right. I'm like, finally, I'm getting my first tube amp. It says it's hundred watts with a twelve inch speaker trans tube. I get it home. I look in the back. I'm like, aren't there supposed to be tubes back here? And I like, and I get on the internet, which was so basic back then, just HTML and you know like geo city sites and stuff like that. And I figured out, oh my gosh, it's a solid state amp. Mm-hmm. I bought another solid state amp. It was a huge step up from the crate that I was right, using. Right, but I was still I was still bummed. I I was stoked. I thought I got a tube amp for two hundred fifty bucks. Mm. Uh, I I don't know if I can think of anything else. Oh, the time I fried the katana, I felt like an idiot.
1: Yeah, but you do you know why you did how that happened? Yeah, I do. It's because I was testing different speakers oh, with it. Right, right, and
0: and I left it disconnected. And a friend was over, and I brought him in the garage. I was like, hey, check this amp out! And I turned it on, and I forgot I hadn't reconnected the speaker, and the the cables were were touching the chassis mm. or something like that, and it just fried it. I was like, oh my you gosh, shorted it out! I'm an idiot. I'm such a dumbass. That sounded gross. Another one for me is like every time I learn <laughs> like some new little piece of theory or some some sort of musical knowledge, I'm like. Oh, <laughs> that's been explained to me multiple times. I've read about that multiple times. And this is the first time I actually get it. Like I lived, I'm the, I'm the guy they make jokes about on the internet. Like I lived for years and years and years playing only a minor pentatonic scale in the first position. <laughs> and then one day it was after I started playing at church one day I like discovered major scales. <laughs> It's like wait, there's more. And I felt like such an idiot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, how how have I been playing so long without a major scale in my pocket?
1: Like... <laughs> I don't even know what any of those words mean. So I'm <laughs> I'm probably the real the real idiot here.
0: You're but, the you're the person where when we were playing in church together, I would look at you like like five bars into the song and be like what key is
1: this? (laughs) That did happen a lot. I knew, I knew at least what key they were in, but then I, because this goes back to like never really being a lead player. Right. I got, like, I don't know any scale. Like I know what notes are in a scale, but when someone's like, Oh, just play like, just riff on this scale. I'd be like, I don't know what that means. Right. Right. Like people like, Oh, it's pentatonics. There's only five notes. I'm like, But there's seven notes in a scale, which five, what are you talking about? What does it even mean? We're going to play the first note (laughs) and the fourth note and the fifth note. I know those ones are safe. I only just
0: realized (laughs) how much I love playing half steps. Mm -hmm. Like, like my thing lately has been when I play a scale, I'm just like, show me the half steps. I just want to jump from half step to half step. Uh, You know, you forget those full steps. Mm. I'm done with Mm -hmm. those. Like Mm -hmm. that, you know, just playing the half steps gives you this instant, like kind of dark Tim Burton sort of sound
1: (laughs) right out of the gate. I think my idiot thing has been anytime I've done like uh, a live sound application, like if I've been running sound or whatever, and I end up or like if I'm when I was recording stuff at home remotely and uh, realizing that I can't like plugging in a mic and getting like not realizing until I'm hitting record and nothing's working that I'm using like a condenser and that I need to like <laughs> add power, power to it. <laughs> and just like get the whole thing going. And you're just like, uh... I feel I actually deal with that at work all the time. Uh, because we have these, uh, not the phantom power thing, but something that I feel like is similar. And a lot of people don't even realize it is, uh, a a lot of people are using like headsets or they're just using, uh, a lot of people are using headsets and for some, for whatever reason, I think if you plug in your headsets to the computer after you um, connect to a call, maybe that's what's causing it, I I don't really know. It will send the audio to your headset but you'll still be using the computer microphone Mm. and you can still mute it and whatever. But then the computer microphone is way more sensitive than like I have. So it'll pick I, up the whole room. You guys have seen my headset because I've done it for like some of when, yeah. I, when, I, when I've had to, when uh, Lauren had COVID. So I've got like the mouthpiece and it's very, I don't feel like it picks up a lot of sound outside of like six inches. Sure. But a laptop microphone is designed to be put in like the middle of a room. It picks up the whole and room. And pick up the whole, you know, the entire conference table, right? Right. And I work in an open office. And so people have this and they will be picking up conversations like six, 10 feet away that other people are having. And one of the people who keeps having this problem sits next to uh, someone who's in charge of validating equipment for use. And so every once in a while we're on a client call and all of a sudden I'll hear something about like. I don't know if that piece of, I don't know if that equipment's going to be ready on time. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, that's bad. They're not supposed to hear that part. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so stuff like that where it's just simple, like, did you turn it on? Did you did you select the right input, output, you know, type things whenever I've been recording or like, like, like again, recording at home on Audacity or uh, back when I used to, uh, record the. I used to record church sermons and Garage yeah. Band and whatever, and you got to get all your inputs put in and, da, 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 and all this. I mean, stuff.
0: If you guys go back and listen to the very first episodes of this podcast, I had a lot of I'm an idiot moments, like <laughs> learning how to mix and edit the audio. Man, like I did not know what I was doing. I had done some home recording, right, and had been able to fudge things out. But the challenge of recording two loud dudes in a room without getting into each other's mics and using compression in a way that didn't cause us to be in each other's mixes and stuff like that and out of phase issues and stuff like that. I was, I was wrestling hard with a lot of that stuff. And when I figured it out each time, it's like, you idiot. Why did it take you? Why, why were you doing such a dumb thing? You know, I did all this stuff that was so dumb trying to Mm -hmm. record Mm -hmm eight years ago.
1: You know, I had that, we talked about the hot rod deluxe having a hot rod deluxe. And that was one of those amps that had uh, two channels shared is shared EQ, but one channel only had a volume knob and the other one had a gain and a volume knob. Um, But it took a while to figure out exactly which volume knobs applied when. And the problem is, is like, you know, you're always like, Doing, turning two knobs at once. Like it's hard to just be like, I just need to turn one knob. So it's like, I need more gain. So you turn the gain and then you turn doing, turning this and that and whatever. And you think you're affecting things, but you're not. And I, and you're like, oh, I got the perfect sound. I just got to turn this volume down and this game. I'm like, the volume I just turned down, like realizing later, like the volume I turned down is on a different channel. I didn't do anything, (laughs) but I thought I did. Right.
0: One a big Idiot. one for me very early is when I got my first electric guitar. Mm-hmm. It had a cheap licensed Floyd Rose on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I broke my first string on it. No, no, what happened was like within the first week I got it, I started taking it apart and unscrewing things and checking things out. I wanted to know how it worked. Right. And so I was I was unscrewing with a heck with an Allen key the bolt that holds the string in. Oh, okay. But I thought it was like an intonation adjustment. Oh, I was like, okay. if I turn this, does it move it? Or like, what, is, what does this adjust? And so I loosened it and it released the string. So the string fell out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I'm like trying to figure out how to get it back in. And then I get it back in and I, I realized how it worked. And then I did break a string. No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm starting to remember now. So it <laughs> it, it, it popped out as like, oh no, the string popped out and the ball end fell off somewhere because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd only restrung acoustics up to that point. I had no knowledge of how Floyd's worked. Right. I was like, where'd the ball end go? And so then I take the whole guitar to a shop, to the local shop, and I'm like, I need to get new strings on this and I don't know how this bridge works. And the people, it, it's one—it's the local shop that rents trumpets to the high school. Yeah, They didn't know how to string a Floyd Rose either. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's me and two knuckleheads at this music shop who don't know anything about Floyd Rose bridges looking at it. Like, where do you put the ball? In? I was going to say, aren't you supposed to tr- trim? You trim that, right? Yeah. You trim the ball end off and then you put it in there and you clamp it down and the little piece of metal clamps down onto it. But none of, I mean, none of us knew that. Right. <laughs> I I had to get on the internet to figure it out. That's what had to happen. And it felt so weird to me. Like I have to trim the ball end mm-hmm. off. And then I did dumb things where I left most of the wind on there. Cause I was like, Oh, if I leave the wind on there. It'll grab it better. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of works for the wound strings, but for the high strings that
1: are unwound it, that makes no sense. And it ended up damaging the saddles. Do you ever have this idiot moment when you're playing live? Uh, this happens to me every once in a while. It happens to me particularly with the, uh, Eastwood, that classic four bass. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'll be going through. I I remember one week going through like the oh. entire, at least half or her, half of a rehearsal. So like two or two songs, maybe three songs, being like, man, what the heck is my sound guy doing? Like this sounds like crap. Like this just sounds so muddy. I've got like no gain. I'm like using the you know we're doing in ears. I've got like the bass channel cranked. I'm like what in the world is going on? Like, this just sounds awful. It's so quiet. There's no definition. Like what is going on with the EQ? Like what are they doing? And then I realized that my tone is completely rolled off. I do that,
0: but I do it with my volume pedal. And like, what happens is is like, cause every now and then the the sound guy turns something or adjusts something and he doesn't realize what it is. Mm -hmm. And that happens. It happens from time to time. I'll be like, hey, hey, how come my volume's cut in half? Hey, man, I just lost like a lot of signal. Can you turn me back up? And so I'm begging the sound guy to turn me back up and he's like, man, like there's not a lot of room left to turn you back up <laughs> and it's like, there must be because I was louder before and now I'm quiet and then I look no. down after arguing for probably five minutes and I realize, oh, I've got my volume pedal half cocked right now. Now I, I look like an asshole Good job, because I idiot. am an asshole. Yeah, there's that, so many moments where I feel like, like an a idiot, knob
1: or something that's not set right. You're right, like,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, recent one, that video I did at Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. I brought my pedal board. We spent all this money shipping my pedal board out to Sweetwater.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, when the video launched. Uh, well, I didn't I didn't realize it launched until like eight hours later. Mm-hmm. I go and start reading the comments as I'm watching the video. And all these people are like, hey, how come you skipped over the Wampler? I was like, <laughs> uh, what? And I watched the whole video and I totally skipped over the oh, Wampler my bell. Gosh. And I put it on there so intentionally I wanted to talk about it. I talked to Don. About it for like half an hour before we recorded. Oh my God. That's
1: probably why you thought you talked about it. And you're also like, I'm at Sweetwater. I'm like three hours away from the friggin' Wampler shop.
0: It made me feel <laughs> sick to my stomach how stupid it was that I just, I went from the Carcosa uh-huh, to the uh-huh. HM2 and completely skipped over. I think I was just excited to talk about the HM2. And then Wampler's Instagram went down. It was all your I, I owe Brian a gift basket of edible arrangements <laughs> or something like that. Of
1: edible goats. <laughs> Goat cheese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm still cringing from that. I've, <laughs> I probably have hundreds of moments where I felt stupid and awful.
1: I just liked all the comments on that video where people were like, man, Sweetwater's hit a new low.
0: <laughs> this I, is... I tried to talk them out of it. They're like, Hey, you should come do like a pedal board, uh, run through thing. And it's like, and they sent me an example. And the example they sent me was Phil X. (laughs) (laughs) You should have sent one of the ones with like a normal person because I'm not Phil X guys. (laughs) 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 Phil X wouldn't have skipped over the Wampler pedal. like
1: Like they sent me an example and and it was Eddie Van Halen.
0: Oh my gosh. It might as well have been. I mean, yeah. any any professional guitarist yeah. could just yeah. cream me. Uh I but I'll put myself in front of a camera and make a fool of myself any chance I get. So that's True. what I did. You're doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. All right. Uh let's make this episode shorter than the last All episode. Right. Let's move on to a sponsor, maybe?
1: Oh, I was gonna do this 420 bass sent by Paul Weller. Oh
0: yeah, it's the 420 base. Speaking of 420 bass. how are you feeling, man? <laughs> I did take my bedtime edible right before we pressed record, so this, keep an eye on me.
1: We'll see what happens. This bass is putting the p in pot base. You know, because it's a because it's a precision base. Yes, yes, uh, it's I, a
0: precision. Well, it's actually a t base. It's a Telecaster style bass, but it's
1: got the P-bit cup.
0: It's a THC bass, Steve. Oh, okay. There you go.
1: New custom, <laughs> new custom made bass. Seymour Duncan Quarter Pounder should Quarter Pounder should have been a quarter. You know what's? I don't, you know what's wrong about this?
0: Fender license neck. Is that basses go low Man. when this bass is clearly trying to get high?
1: Like they should have made it made a ukulele. It sounds in place great. It's or a mandolin. It's got those like DR neon green strings. If you want to sound strings. high,
0: I suggest starting with a mandolin. Jeez.
1: <laughs> this has some detail, man. It's got leaf inlays. They went over the top. Like, they,
0: they, like any part of this... That were, isn't pot themed you know that the person who put this together sat there for a long time and was like how can I make the the skunk stripe on the back of the neck pot themed No, here
1: here's the thing right this is uh this is
0: uh I'm surprised there's not pot inlays on the knobs
1: the 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 brand says JB this might actually oh no the guy's name is John Bartlett yeah so he probably
0: must have put these it's a parts, I, it's a part base
1: right I was gonna say like maybe those are inlays are actually just stickers I have a feeling like, they are and then you think it's just like a sticker, uh, like a uh, like a wall, like a leaf wallpaper.
0: You know I Guess those stick. The inlays aren't a hundred percent pot specific. They might just. Oh no, they kind of are. Now that
1: I see them, they they could be maple leaves. This could be a Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, it's a maple leaf. No, like, like, so when they're asking, when they're saying it's a 420 custom base and they're asking $420, they're actually asking $340. That was a currency joke.
0: Oh my gosh. Guys, bust out your uh, currency calculators to figure out that one. I have a feeling those are stickers. I think those are sticker inlays.
1: They probably are. I mean, I don't think you would get a custom. Inlay like that and then turn around and sell us so, it for $420. So,
0: so let's fully go through everything going on with this base for the audio podcast listeners. You have a telecaster style base with a telecaster headstock, a telecaster body. Yeah. The it's got a fabric top finish that's all pot Do you think it's fabric? It's some sort of print. Yeah. It's some sort of printed uh, top graphic that is just hundreds and hundreds of pot leaves. Yeah. It has those neon green powder-coated strings. Yeah, like the DR-coated. To match the, the pot leaves. Then it has some sort of sticker or inlay that is roughly a pot leaf or maple leaf yeah. sort of thing. The neck
1: uh, plates got a yes. pot leaf on it. Yes. That oh, looks like a sticker. Yeah, I think that's lasered. I think it's lasered. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. He,
0: they lasered a pot leaf onto... The neck plate. And then the rest of the guitar is green, maple neck, frets. Is it bad that I kind of want this for the cringe? It's got a Seymour Duncan pickup in it.
1: Yeah. It's got a nice little sparkle uh yes. guard there.
0: Glittery pick guard? I've been curious about those glitter material pick Like what do, what do they actually look like in person? I might have to try one on something. Ships for sixty five dollars. So for four hundred and eighty five dollars. Do you think he actually you already talked about this? You think he actually wants four hundred and twenty dollars? Yeah. Like is he that committed? Like he's like I've I've gone this far, I've I've committed so many pot themes to this base. I have to sell. It for I 420. think if you I, like he's in he's invested three thousand dollars into this. He's like I've got to no, sell it for four twenty. No, 420. because I
1: think this is like aside from the Seymour Duncan quarter pounder pickup. I think like you said, this is all parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some some refinish work, not necessarily a repainting. But, or like a re-spray or whatever, but uh, some kind of finish, refinish work.
0: If I was to buy this from him, there's no way I'm paying $65 for shipping. Right. I'm paying 69 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to do a number joke. I'm going to do a number joke. <laughs> Funny numbers, guys. One is the weed number, and the other one is a sex number. As as someone who for, took an edible, for,
1: well, we were talking about kids or last. We were talking about kids uh, on a pre- very recent episode, and my kid the other day, uh, I forget why, but we were talking about something, and she goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, we were doing this thing, and like, oh, it was the number sixty nine, and that's funny because that's the internet number." And I'm like,
0: <laughs> the internet like, number, oh man, for one time in history. You know, an internet thing is being taken as innocent.
1: <laughs> that's the internet number. I don't know. I, I feel like she's, gosh, I mean, she's 12. I feel like if she doesn't know. Oh my gosh. If one she day knows I, it's the internet number, I feel like she's got to have like at some point, like on one of her devices, there's a search history that's like, why is 60, why does, why, why is 69? Why, <laughs> why do dads always laugh at the number 69? Why is One the number day, 69 so funny? I'm
0: going to have to explain the concept of 69 to my son. Because he's going <laughs> to joke about it without knowing why he's joking about it. Are you just to be like,
1: it's not funny and it's not a good time?
0: <laughs> it's not as much fun as it sounds like it's going to be. Trust me. <laughs> just do regular sex. It's more fun. <laughs> just take turns. I mean, 69 sounds fun, but just take turns. You'll enjoy it more. But what I, what I was gonna say <laughs> is, as you know, coming from someone who just took an edible twenty minutes ago, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. pot themed things are always super ugly to me. Like this is over the top. It's this stupid. Is, this
1: just so this one is so ugly. I kind of feel like it comes back. It yeah. It's 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 doing a
0: joke at this point. Like it's yeah.
1: But it is still like
0: I think the joke is well executed. I think the green strings make it. Yeah.
1: I, the green strings make it make sense. I'm just saying if this, if I came over the next time we record and this was hanging from your wall, I would just be like, nice. Oh, my gosh.
0: I hope. I mean. I didn't I didn't start using weed or edibles until late in life and i'm using them medicinally as a sleep aid right which You're has been going
1: fall asleep any second time. no
0: which has been a miracle for me it's been a medical miracle for me um but i'm really put off by this side of weed culture of like everything like people have to know weed, how weed, much weed 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 like weed is my whole thing like i don't i don't like that i don't get that right. and it was something right. that i was always been like very cautious of like i don't really want to try marijuana because I don't want it to become my whole identity the way I see Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it happen to people. And this is the base of someone whose whole identity is weed. And I I don't know, know, man, he looks like a pretty normal dude. Oh, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a cool dude. Like I like theming things, right? I like getting silly with the stuff that I love. You know, I have a dinosaur themed band when we're active that's true. But I don't have a guitar that's completely covered in dinosaur graphics. Although that does sound fun. I guess I guess I can't judge too. Yeah, why don't you, Ryan? Why don't I? Maybe I should do that with the Jags tank. I should cover it in oh, dinosaur stickers.
1: <laughs> I mean, that would be easier than repainting it, right? That's true. It would be cheaper. That's for
0: sure. I don't know what it's what's, what's your hot take, Steve wrap us, wrap us up. With a I, I hot d- already take, told
1: you my hot take. If I came back, You'd you just know, say, Oh,
0: that's fun. I'd be like, like, that's nice. I'd just be like, Oh, cool. Cool. Steve, if I ever start going that direction, like theming anything in my life to be like weed themed, like feel free to have an I feel intervention. Like, I feel
1: like if you were theming, like this, like if all of a sudden I came in and there was like a Bob Marley post. No, I mean, I, I won't even say, but like if there was a Bob Marley poster, would be like, that's an interesting choice. Right. If, if I came in here and there was like a dirty heads poster. And uh, I, in one of the patron chats, I'm in for another show. Uh, somebody talked about how they want to go to some show that is Bob Marley. Uh, it's not Bob Marley and the Whalers it's right. whatever the current remaining Marleys like Ziggy band, or something like that Ziggy Stardust and the the men from Mars or whatever uh, that's that's something completely different
0: <laughs> um, Ziggy no, Stardust and the spiders from Mars spiders are from Mars. not a reggae band
1: uh, but it's you know it's whatever. Who, and all the people am- you're talking about are dead. Bob Marley's dead. Know, David know, Bowie's dead. Um, but it's it's a reggae festival, and so it's got it's wh- whoever the like I said, Stephen Marley. Uh, is it Stephen Marley? If I ever get into the Grateful Marley, Dead, send help. I don't know which Marley is the remaining Marley. Sure, there's, there's more than does, one. There's, there's dozens dozens a bunch of, of them, and there's the Wailers are still a band. The Marleys and Me's. The <laughs> the point is, the rest <laughs> of the lineup is like the Dirty Heads, Revolution. Um uh, Sublime with Rome is right. on it. Interestingly enough, both Sublime with Rome and the Long Beach Dub All-Stars are playing this festival, which I'm very confused by. Um, but anyway, it's this whole thing, and I'm just That's like That's like when I saw uh
0: uh they might be giants open for themselves. <laughs> what? <laughs> they opened, they did, they they played a show and they opened for themselves with their new stuff as the opening set and their old stuff as the headlining set. That's kind of cool. It was actually a lot of fun.
1: Um so so this whole thing and I'm looking I'm like I'm like that is the widest like lineup I've ever seen because it, again it's the Wailers and it's like a very classic reggae act and then all of the other like headliners on there are just like Stereotypical Southern California white guy reggae, right, right. Or just like so. If I my point is, if I came in here and I saw this bass by itself, I'd be like, "That's funny. That's that's cool." But if it was
0: a whole thing,
1: if it started being a thing where you're like, "I'm just gonna like subtly drop a pot sticker on like a or a a, a pot leaf sticker," I have like a on
0: guitar a video series, bong rips and riffs. <laughs> <laughs> Someone steal that now because I don't want to do it.
1: Instead of bang marry kill, it's you start you're hey Steve, I got this new idea for a game. It's called Bong marry, Kill. Uh it's uh you pick the item that you would want to marry, you pick the item that you'd want to kill, and you pick the item that you'd want to get high with. That doesn't even make sense. Well, you don't want to get high with the person you get married to, right? Bro.
0: Let's talk about other things. <laughs> this is so annoying. Oh,
1: let's talk about our first sponsor of this week, Chase Bliss Audio. I know a lot of people
0: that are big into marijuana, and the ones that I like as people, as my friends, aren't big into marijuana culture.
1: Right. There, there's a separation between. Right.
0: Like the cult, like that, the novelty culture of it is so off putting to me.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Talk it's about the sponsor. Very,
1: it just feels very lowest common denominator, right. I think.
0: It's worse than being into guitars, oh and that's pretty bad. This
1: uh, this week's first sponsor is uh, Chase Plus Audio. They make I've just this, pissed make off this all
0: the all the stoners in the audience. Uh, the Therme, yeah, they make it. The Therme is one of my favorite. I feel, I feel one like of my favorite delay like, bells.
1: I'm just gonna keep going back to this. I feel like weed culture. It, it was. <laughs> It, it's, it crossed from like kind of this annoying thing where you're like, okay, I get it. You're you smoke. Okay. Whatever to where, but it was like, okay, that's your countercultural form of rebellion is you're going to put the sticker on there. And then people are gonna be like, what? Oh, you're a horticulturalist. Right. Right. Oh, you like to grow plants. Me
0: too. Well, you ought to come see my tomato farm. It's sometime. Like anytime something becomes someone's entire personality it's like, ah, this is over yep. the top.
1: Uh, but now it's like more funny to me because um, to see stuff like this, because, you know, I forget how long ago now that it was legalized in California. I mean, it wasn't right. that long ago, but it's long enough. We go now where it's like,
0: oh. now now, especially that it's legal. It makes it feel extra lame. Right. In
1: some ways, I feel like smoking. Sometimes I feel like smoking is actually more acceptable than drinking in California. I wouldn't say smoking because if you're smoking in public, people are like, "What the hell are you Fair, doing?" Fair. Consuming THC in various forms, right, right, is more acceptable versus like before. It was like, "Oh, I got edibles." Huh. Now it's like, like you said, like, I right. Right, take uh, it's take a sleep a, aid. Takes uh, THC as a sleep aid." It's like, okay, yeah. Anyway, Chase Plus Audio. <laughs> uh, this is the Therme. This is a great pedal to smoke and play. You'll get high. Play some. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Stop. Stop. Stop.
0: This is the worst episode ever. The Therme is a fantastic delay pedal. It is a
1: fantastic delay pedal. I pitched it
0: the last episode as well. We had it on the table still, so here we are talking about it again. But it, it is fantastic. It is a great standalone normal sounding delay pedal. On its normal settings, mm-hmm. it has all the dip switches on the back if you want to start to get crazier. But if you want to get really crazy with this, it has two knobs that give you two different like pitches for the repeats. Two different pitch modulations for the repeats. You could have one pitch modulation going two octaves low. You could have the next pitch modulation going two octaves high and options in between and all kinds of freaky things with different time signatures and different wave shapes and different like step patterns and stuff like that. It's a ton of fun to mess around with and it's a great set ender. You know, you want a set ender, you want to like freaky sounds at the last song on that last song as, as this drummer's going crazy and the other guitarist is playing a solo and you just want to explode with noise and stuff like that. The Thermé. Because you leave it on a normal setting and then you just start racking these knobs and getting into weird stuff and having fun. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it's got presets on there. So you can always get back to your normal sounds. Or you can call up that crazy, ridiculous sound you found one night while playing your weed bass. (laughs) And you got to save it. You don't have to find that secret recipe you saved it in a preset. So Chase Bliss Audio, they've been sponsoring the show for a long time. Send them a thanks by going and buying one. Just buy some Chase Bliss pedals, guys. It's easy. Just bust out the credit card, buy a whole <laughs> bunch of them. Whatever they have available, buy every single one.
1: <laughs> All right, what's next? Next ad? What's next is what's new.
0: What's new? I don't know if I have a what's new. I do.
1: All right. Because I didn't do one last recently. <laughs> so recently... Two weeks ago, you didn't do one. Uh, yeah. Um, I... Threw a picture up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started to put together a big year themed board. I ended up filling in a couple gaps with pedals from other places. Uh, you know, because you got to do what you got to do. You got to do, you got to, you got to uh, have a delay. You got to have a delay. So I got the DOD rubberneck on there. I wanted a boost. So I got a, a wall who actually bigger is who introduced us to a wall. Mm-hmm. Grant uh, introduced us to a wall pedal. So I've got the, uh, The AWOL, whatever. What's the boost? It's not the virus. It's It's the other uh, one.
0: I've got them in a drawer over there. Yeah. (laughs) If you can find it really quick. The nano.
1: The nano. The nano is the the boost. The virus is the
0: fuzz and
1: the. The flow. The flow is 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 the
0: the auto filter. Auto filter. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So I've got that thing uh, all put together and I got it all dialed in. I'm using the Loaf as an overdrive. It's a super bassy overdrive, which is. You're doing it with bass? This is with the guitar. So. Okay.
0: Yeah, the, the loaf is technically a fuzz, but it pushes into the overdrive yeah. side of fuzz. Like it's a softer, smoother feeling fuzz.
1: Um, and then actually, I'm, I think I may have switched it a little and I may be using the woodcutter more as an mm. overdrive and I may make the loaf more of a, a, a mid-gain fuzz. I've that, been that using might work
0: better. the woodcutter a lot lately. Um, I've been really favoring that pedal. Yeah,
1: it, it's great. And so I put this board together and I really like the different sounds I can get out of it. Um, I was using my Strat, which is funny because I, that was just the guitar that I found. I pulled out a bag and I was trying to find my Telecaster and I <laughs> found my Strat instead. Um, and so I did all that. And then uh, I had the HX Stomp out and I was like, I was looking at the presets that I got from you and they're all kind of doing a lot of things. They do a lot. They do a lot of things. I did like there were a couple ones I liked, but I was like, ah, i want to look at uh, a couple. I like I really like the surf one. Obviously. I mean, obviously, sure. like your surf one's really well dialed in, but the delay that's on there is like a super slapback delay, and I wanted like a longer delay, so I kind of started with that. Like, what are the different things in here? And I built my own thing, and I ended up building just a uh, and I didn't do a lot of adjustments to it, um, but I just built a really simple patch that uh, I, I eventually added a compressor to it, but I haven't actually tested the compressor at all. So when I just first put it together, it was a tube screamer. Um, what do they call it? Like screamer 808 right, or whatever. Right. And then the uh, one of the delays, it's the Adriatic delay. I don't know yeah. what it's supposed to be. Um, and then their uh, RV6, Modulated reverb Model which is the called the Ganymede And then a, a US whatever the deluxe Ah uh, reverb the deluxe was. is
0: a good Is a good model um, on there
1: and I put that All together and then I assigned The tube screamer and the delay to Be able to turn those ones off and on I Sounds figure, like you've been doing stuff re- well, uh, I fear reverb only Will always be on I'm always going to want reverb And uh but But drive I want to be able to turn that Off and on and delay I want to turn that off and on I put this whole thing together, and first I just plug into that, and I'm like, okay, this sounds cool. And then I turn the the drive off, I turn the delay off, and I'm like, okay, I like this. Amp sound is fine. It's a fine, clean sound. It's pretty neutral. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna run my pedal board through it. And then I was like, well, hold on, let me turn all this stuff back on. And then I was like, do I even need to plug this pedal board into it? <laughs>
0: What I've done when I when I use the HX Stomp as part of my pedal board is that I, I kind of max it out as the amp. What I like to do is get creative with splitting the signal to go into two amps into different cabs with different mics and then sum it back to mono. And so I chew up a lot of the DSP with just doing that. And then I'll throw one of the really freaky like hyper-modulated delays on there for like you know really getting crazy or something like that yeah uh just if there's space and then i rely on the rest of my pedal board for drives and whatnot (laughs) yeah but you certainly can like especially if you run a a relatively simple signal flow
1: you certainly can't just use the hx stomp for your entire pedal board so i was telling telling rj about this over rj from teletalks and i was like hey man um I put this HX stomp thing together and I don't, I don't know. Like, I think I could just use this. And he goes, well, yeah, he's like, "I," he, and, and it's true. He goes, he goes, yeah, you could do. And he was telling me about snapshot mode, which I'm just using like yeah. the basic features. And I
0: haven't gotten into that, but I know about
1: it. Um, and he was saying like, yeah, you could just create like a snapshot for each song that you do. And then, uh, and he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, worship, church musicians you guys put together these like big pedal boards you go out and play three songs i go hold on hold on sometimes it's five songs we're playing four songs (laughs) um but it was just like it i wasn't i want to say it's frustrating you know i I, we always talk about like it's not about it's not about the gear from the the sense of like you right I, i don't think it's ever i think it's very rarely i gotta have this pedal like There's a bunch of different reverb pedals that will do uh, what I want, but there's some that I think do it maybe a little better than others, or there's some that are just more straightforward, and I and I appreciate the simplicity. I'm never going to be like, well, if you're doing if you're doing playing church music, you got to have a timeline or an L cap or whatever. Like you just got to have what you got to have, and then again, I put this very simple tube screamer delay reverb amp, and I went, well, shoot, I could. I could just take yeah. this. I don't. I don't actually need a pedal board. And the thing what, is, what, like... what, what I would, what I would want, I think, is uh, an expression pedal to, to oh, yeah. have volume. Um,
0: what, what, like a lot of like the redundancy on my on my church board mm-hmm. is like for gain stacking and stuff, right? Or like right. stacking delays and reverbs. And really, it's, it's about like, oh, jumping from a light gain to a heavy gain. Yeah, jumping from a short delay to a long delay. With, with this the snapshots and stuff like that, you can do that. Yeah. With presets, you can do that without changing the models you're using. You're just changing the settings. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I need a longer delay or I need a more uh, upfront delay. Yeah. Or I need more gain. Like you can just save presets that do that for you instead of having, you know, millions of pedals and yeah. stuff like that. So it, you know, there's a reason why. A few years back, we saw so many praise and worship players jump over the helix. Yeah, because it's well, on convenient. the helix
1: you have a, like a ton of options. Right, you right. Know. The, but other...
0: the HX stomp is is the same architecture and is the same patches. The the difference with the helix is that you can just run more at the same time. Mm-hmm. But if if you're getting what you need out of the HX stomp, then you it's it's the same stuff. So the other thing
1: about this that was kind of goofy is, um, I was doing this at night, and I think um, everyone was. I don't know. I, I was in the kitchen for some reason doing all this. I think just because we have an island and so there's a lot of room right. to work. Then I ended up taking my pedal board and putting it. We have a, a glass top electric stove. So I put my pedal board on top of the stove. Put the And HX you melted it. Yeah. I, I put the HX top next to that. I plugged in everything there. And I was like, this is better than having it all on the floor. Like for the purposes of like dialing things Oh, in, sure. Like having everything at standing up level. I was like why have I never done this before? <laughs> like, this is so much better. I don't know if
0: you remember the rig, the, 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 uh, pod XT rig I used to have. Yeah. That I would run at church. What I would do is I had the floor controller for it. Yeah. And, and then I would that. have the, the pod bean up on a stool next right, to me. Right. And I would make adjustments and save things while I was playing. Right. And it, yeah. it's the same thing with the, with the HX stomp stuff. It's like, it's nice when you're building the presets to be mm-hmm, able to mm-hmm. sit there and twiddle the knobs and not have to bend over and stuff. I like to build the presets at my computer and uh yeah. and do it with with the app.
1: Yeah, I was looking at some of those. I did, I just didn't I was looking at the app and stuff, but I didn't have a guitar handy to like mess yeah. around with it there.
0: My big suggestion is like listen to music while you're you're building your presets and play along mm. and make, so to make sure that like the tones you're coming up with are realistic and normal. Right. <laughs> Cause right. You, you can get yourself in trouble coming up with stuff that makes no sense in a mix, but, but sounds really, really cool by itself.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But then like it gets in a mix and it's like, what the heck <laughs> was I thinking? Like this
1: is, this is nonsense. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I put together a bigger pedal board You know who sponsors the show, right? Big Ear. Big Ear Pedals. You know what's on my board? There's an Albi on my board. Is there an L? There's an L on my board.
0: So you've got modulation and reverbs and delays and another reverb. Yeah.
1: So I I found a couple settings on the Albi that I think I'm going to be using that are kind of filling because I don't have a chorus on my board. I
0: tend to favor like the middle section, like the four
1: and the five. Yeah, I think I was using... One of those has like a phasery, chorusy thing on it. I forget which one. If you don't know what the Albi is, the
0: Albi is a multi-effect pedal. You might be thinking, that doesn't look like a multi-effect pedal. It's a curated multi-effect pedal. What that means is that there's eight LEDs here. Each one is a specific, specially dialed-in set of multi-effects, and all you get is a blend control to decide how much or Mm -hmm. how little Mm -hmm. that you want. You don't have to do deep menu dives like you do on the Helix stuff that we were just talking about. You want multiple effects at the same time to do like ambient sounds, kind of new wavy sounds. It gets it done quick. You don't have to sit there dialing in a lot of stuff and it all sounds really good because it was dialed in by tone professionals. There's my pitch.
1: Go ahead over to bigearpedals.com. Follow them on Instagram to find out when they're releasing new stuff.
0: Yeah. Follow them on TikTok. (laughs) Grant's been really fun on TikTok. He's been doing some fun stuff.
1: All right, that's it. What's our next ad? Uh,
0: Lego guitar. Uh, a Lego guitar. This has been shared a bunch of times. I, I'm sure a lot more times since this episode is being recorded like three weeks in advance. Um, I'm very impressed by it. I was a Lego boy growing up. I still love Legos. I don't play with them very often, but sometimes I play with my kids. Is this
1: an official thing?
0: It is through their website. Oh, they have a Lego thing. ideas. They have a thing. I don't know the full specifics, but you can, you know, virt- I think you can virtually build things and then get them turned into products. Yeah, yeah. And I think this was had enough backing or enough support that they they made it into a thing with packaging that you can buy. But look at this! It is a Strat kit mm-hmm. with a Princeton Reverb kit. And they made little Fender logos and graphics for everything. And the guitar is impressive, yes. But look at the detail of the amp. I kind of want this just to build a Lego Princeton Reverb. Look at the look at the top open.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's full of, wild. It's full
0: of capacitors and tubes and components and stuff. I mean, it's all broken down into very basic little Lego things. But they made it look like a hand-wired amp. Look at the back of the amp. There's tubes, there's a speaker, there's cables going to the speaker. So there that, is a Steve, there is a reverb pan. Oh
1: my gosh. Built yeah, into that, this Lego amp. So so that's the thing is is the first picture of this is there's um, a freaking serial number on the back of the amp. There's
0: <laughs> the power switches back there. They like it is all very simple block Lego representations of these things, but the amp is over the top, amazing.
1: All right, I gotta look something up. Um, this thing looks um, pretty cool. Uh, it's a hundred bucks. It's a hundred bucks. But here's the thing. Here's like the thing.
0: this is a this is a good gift for the guitarist in your life for Christmas. Like this is a good one if the, if you know that they like guitar and they like Lego. I was I
1: was gonna say this is probably a good gift for like the millennial guitarist. in your this life. This is
0: like a perfect Venn diagram.
1: If you give of this Christmas to like gift. your grandpa, he's gonna be like, "What the hell
0: is wrong?" With right, right. But like a forty-year-old, like someone our age, thirty-five to forty, somewhere in that range, plays guitar, used to play with Legos, maybe still plays with Legos. This is. It's honestly amazing, and it could be a red strat or a black strat. Obviously, I'd that's go with the red. thing that
1: I was cracking up. Is it, it? It comes to the second body, right?
0: My my first thought when I saw it was like, man, I kind of wish it was a jazz master. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder if I could build a
1: jazz master. <laughs> like, how hard would it be to tweak that? Probably not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, trying. I'm trying to find like a comparable product from other Lego series. The problem is is I'm not finding anything that's exactly 100 bucks. Well here, Lego Star Wars Death Star Final Duel. This is sold, looks like it's sold through Disney. What I want to know is this is a 775 piece kit for 100 bucks. This is a 1000 piece kit this Fender Stratocaster thing. So 100 bucks, my whole point is 100 bucks actually isn't that bad. No, it really isn't. And it's it's big. It's not
0: a yeah. little it's not a little like baggy kit thing. Like you see this guy holding it. It's it's decent size for a Lego kit. If I was a if I was an obnoxious guy with an obnoxious office that had yeah, little trinkets out, I would for I would for sure have this.
1: There's just so many. Here's a Lego Santas visit. It's sold directly through Lego.com.
0: I mean I'm fawning over the amp and the guitar's really cool too. You build the, a guitar stand and a foot switch for the
1: amp. Like, every, <laughs> everything. There's is, so many little details. It's did got you a see the, strap. Do you, you see the picks? It's got a strap. You see the picks? I do see the picks. I don't understand the little... It has a little... Uh, ju- like, they're not going to be used as jewel lights. I don't know what they would be used for that are on the side.
0: Um, I've been trying
1: to figure that out.
0: I don't know either. Maybe they're extra little, usually you get le- little extra parts for replacement. No, yeah, you usually
1: don't put them on the... I
0: think it might be internal stuff for the guts of the amp. Mm. Like, you know, if you blow a capacitor or something like oh, that, you yeah. know, you need to have yeah. replacements. It looks
1: perfect. Yeah, this is pretty cool. It's pretty cool, I guess.
0: Do they sell it on Amazon? I want to have affiliate links and I want to promote this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I might have to get one for myself. Someone send it to my wife. <laughs> like, i I, you know, I've said so many times, like, guitarists don't need to be reminded that they're a guitarist, they just want to have guitars. I think this is an exception. Well, in, the, in this, my rule, this is
1: an exception because this is a cross section of two different, like, fandoms. I think if I could just, and, I mean, you, and you build it, like, this isn't just like, oh, you got me a poster of a random guitar, like, this is a branded. Here's what you thing. do. You get
0: you get your loved one this kit for Christmas. You're like, here you go, honey. And they're like, oh wow, that's amazing. Thanks, honey. This is a great present. And then there's a bigger present under the tree. And they pull it out and they unwrap it. And oh my gosh, it's a full real deal amp kit from like like Mojo or something oh like that. Gosh. And it's a princ- oh, it's yeah. a Princeton kit. <laughs> so now they've got to build two Princetons. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's whoever designed it. It's, just kiss
1: it's in stock it's in stock 100 bucks
0: that would be a fun video to build that
1: let's see if it's on amazon it is does not appear to be on amazon no, it's probably good it's all got to be direct through. probably lego. yeah only through lego
0: yeah i wonder if i could modify that guitar shape to be a jazz master
1: I mean, I don't see why not. You you probably have to like. I mean, it's
0: all very specific parts to get that shape. I don't know how many red pieces I have in the old Lego collection.
1: Well, I mean, and that would be the thing is you got to have the right. Yeah, because you got to make this part curve more. Like it's all very, less. it's all very specific to get that shape.
0: All right, let's uh, let's do one more
1: ad. Get the heck well, out let's of there. Uh, let's do some housekeeping. Sure, huh? do the housekeeping. Housekeeping is a part of the show where I, all I'm going to say at this point is if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com/slash uh, 60 cycle Homecast, or click the link down below or to the side or wherever it is. And uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can support this madness. Yeah. That's all also, I'm
0: uh, we're doing the wheel again. You already know that because this episode is coming out after our 400th episode, and we did a lot of wheeling on the 400th, didn't we? Uh, I'll put up the address up here. Send us a letter or a postcard with your return address clearly written out or printed. We will spin the wheel on the next episode or whatever episode we're doing when we get your letter, and we will send you pedals. Pedals with an S. We will send you stuff, guys. We'll spin the wheel for you. And that, you know, all the shipping and stuff like that, why I bring this up is covered by the Patreons, unless we've landed a sponsor or something like that. But Patreons do make it possible. We pay for the PO box with Patreon money and stuff like that. So if you want to support the show, you're also supporting that really fun thing that we started doing again to give away pedals.
1: All right, this last ad was sent by Michael Krause. It's for walkie-talkie, Steve. It's for uh, talking Tokai.
0: We're talking Tokai. We've got two transceivers. They're nine transistor transceivers, and batteries rotted in them. Did you ever ever mess around with CB radio, Steve? No. I think the reason this was sent to us is because they're Tokai brand, which was also a guitar brand. Is it the same Tokai? I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably like a Yamaha sort of thing.
1: Tokai Communication Apparatus Corp.
0: Honestly, I look at them and I think Ed Chu should buy them and build some pedals into them. Mm. There might, they might already be really close to being fuzz pedals. Look at all the components in there. <laughs> There's a bunch of trim
1: pots. There's a bunch of little like... Oh man, 30 bucks. Very cool vintage CB transceivers as is. The battery apartments had corrosion. I was able to pull one off and use a nine volt battery instead. When I did that, I did receive some static. Uh, they are the other one had corroded off, so I could not try the same thing. These are uh, for somebody good with fixing radios or a radio hobby. I think they
0: look cool, but yeah, I think like a, an Ed Chew type person could buy these and convert them into being a really cool looking fuzz pedal. Like it's mm. long, it's mm-hmm. long, like an old school like bender. Tone bender sort of thing. I think that's a perfect fuzz pedal enclosure. And, or you could uh, make it a little amp pedal and turn the speaker into an amp.
1: Oh, that I like that idea.
0: For 30 bucks, you get two of them. That's the only reason I wanted to look at that ad. <laughs> I doubt. It's worth you know, harvesting any of the components out of there to try to make something as far as the pedal circuit goes. But who knows? I don't know how to do that stuff. Some of you know how to do that stuff. Tell us in the comments if you think that's a good idea, getting these old Tokai uh, walkie-talkies and turning them into some sort of guitar gear. I think it's just cool that they are Tokai Yeah. when that was a guitar brand. It was like a guy Tone-style brand, right? Oh, gross! I
1: don't. Mexican I don't really burp. know their full uh, the full story. The full story. I know they were Tokai one of the fans. More popular ones.
0: Hit us up in the comments.
1: Uh, I'm also kind of lost because I am actually not seeing. Oh, uh, take Tokai Wireless Company Limited. Um, maybe it never really existed. Does that mean? That's you. What the hell?
0: What was that? something my my fun, my internet browser was on apparently
1: um they manufactured radios as Tokai Vesper Cha-cha and Life Tone um i think this is a different Tokai well it still has the same name Yeah, and yeah. that's cool uh this is kind of, yeah cuz Tokai guitars and basses were founded as a manufacturer of electric guitars and basses in 1947 it doesn't look like they manufactured anything else. Mm. I think it's... I don't... So maybe I don't know what... Well, whatever. I mean, it still it's look a, cool. It's a neat thing. And the fact that the name is the same, I think... I really
0: like the grill on on the speaker. Mm. All right. Yeah. yeah tell us done. about the song. Let's get out of here. Steve wasn't ready to tell us about the song, apparently. I'm not. I'm not.
1: <laughs> oh, Tokai is a is a region. Ah. Uh, it's a sub-region. In Japan. So, so it's like Shinzei, or what, however it's pronounced? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Kind of.
0: I, we get all yes. these all these emails from pedal companies and import companies out of Shinzei. Right. And so, they always like, hey, Shinzei here. And they don't mean the company. They mean like, hey, I'm here in Shinzei, which is like music town in China or whatever. Uh,
1: uh, songs for episode. Hey, guys, love your show. This is from Drew Eichholz. It's a lot of fun, and I look forward to each Monday for each episode. How do you prefer to get songs? Oh, I told him. Uh, send it over. Uh, he said, uh, this song was recorded our freshman or sophomore year of high school, and then the video recorded in our senior year. The drums are generic electric rig played by the guy with the Packers hat, with me playing bass, some kind of J-bass, if I remember correctly, DI'd, and a Gretsch Electromatic DI with the Crybaby from Hell left toe down during the choruses. Pretty simple setup, but looking back, I'm surprised the guitar tone Sounded halfway decent, especially with that CFH going. Additional context of the video, this is a sequel. This is a sequel in a trio. Part one, we plead for Steve oh, Okay. Uh we plead for Steven to become his own person. Part two finds the protagonist having lost someone who cut all ties with the past life. Part three was concerned with life after Steven returned. High school me was is a this weird about you? Creature. No. A different a different Steven. Steven.
0: With some video. Is that a first act Even guitar? Yes. Yeah.
1: he could have given that guitar to a kid
0: he's already a kid Steve that's what happens when you give guitars to kids you know what that reminds me of the very early days of your favorite band. Like, that's exactly the stuff we were doing. Wait, there's more. What? Yeah. This is all very familiar to me. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for sending that to us. Thank you for blessing us with that. It makes me wish I was a kid again. All right.
1: Bye, everyone. Stay grounded.